Greetings and welcome back to the DCS One Community Podcast. Uh, this is part two of our reentry services discussion. Uh, today, we're really excited as we have a special guest with us today, Mr. James Guest. Um, he's a returning citizen out of uh, Macon, I believe, was it? Yes, sir. All right. Uh, pleasure to have you on with us today. Um, this is a very important discussion today because it truly is what we're all about, and that's um, redemption, providing opportunities, and sustaining recovery. And it's just an humbling honor to have you here uh, with us today, uh, Mr. Guest. We're joined by uh, Michelle Stanley, our Director of Reentry Services, as well as Diana Gonzalez, who is our Community Coordinator for the Macon Judicial Circuit. Good morning, uh, Michelle, and good morning, Diana. Good morning, Brian. Good morning. All right. Um, just Michelle and Diana, before uh, we uh, hear from Mr. Guest, um, is there anything that you all would uh, like to share before we get going? Well, I'd like to introduce Mr. Guest, if I could. Yeah, absolutely. Go ahead. I met Mr. Guest back in April of this year, and he is a 45-year-old gentleman that prior to 1995 had no previous convictions, and he had served 25 years under the Department of Corrections. He was in their custody. And uh, since he was released, he would had been in contact. He contacted me and we started working together on our reentry services. Um, we started with insurance. Uh, we obtained groceries from a local food source. He was referred for food stamps, which he was um, granted. Uh, he needed his driver's license, so we assisted him with the information on how to get his driver's license. And we made job referrals to which he obtained a job at Tractor Supply within a month, and he's presently making $16 an hour. Uh, his work ethic is so good at Tractor Supply that they have offered him better working schedules starting this month. And he shared with me when, after we started working together with our services, that he realized that when he got out, that he felt like nobody was going to be there to help him, that uh, doors would be slammed in his face, and that he quickly realized that there really were people and resources that were ready to assist him through this process. And just a quick overview, he has a wife and family that also has believed in him, and he's so thankful for them because he said family is so important. And he just said he just, in closing, he knew he had a better life than prison. And with his family and DCS support, that he will never look back. Thank you so much, Diana. That's uh, absolutely uh, beautiful. Um, and that's truly what we're all about. You know, uh, when Mr. Guest and uh, returning citizens uh, do well, we all do well. And so with that, Mr. Guest, I'm just going to turn it over to you. Uh, just feel free to just kind of share with us your background um and um just kind of some lessons learned and just feel free to just share your uh reentry and recovery story so i'm um, looking forward to hearing from you okay okay yes sir good morning my name is uh james guest uh i'm 45 years old i was born and raised in um holly hill south carolina and when i was like a little child i mean i was like being around older people trying to learn some knowledge and trying to get where I was at. But it seemed like, you know, I was around older people, but some of them 
will teach me and someone won't teach me. So, I mean, I move forward. But so I found just one particular family that willing to teach me everything that I need to know. You know, it's like I find a group of family that take me to church. I mean, teach me the word of God. I mean, just just mm-hmm. sit down and teach me education, things that I need to know. Because see, like my family, um, it's like my parents. They had the time, but they didn't have the time. But it's like they. I have I have two two other brothers, and I have a disabled brother. But it's like they were putting their focus on to my older brother because he's disabled. So I understand their situation. So it's like I understand the situation. So I had to move forward. So make a long story short, I went to the Christian people. Uh, teach me things that I need to know of God and education. And those was my family too, growing up and everything. But I did never did disown my family. So when I got a little older and I kind of pulled away from that because of the choice of the friends that I made. And I wish that I didn't took that, that path of following friends because I see where my friends were taking me at. So once I started getting older, going to school and taking trades in school, you know, I took small engine, auto mechanic and uh, masonry and food preparation and everything. I took all that in school. So now I know a little bit more about that. So as of me, you know, as a teenager, start doing bad choices, following the wrong crowd. And I wish that I had a better role model of teaching me the things that I need to know of, 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 of taking me the places that I need to go. But instead I choose the wrong path of choosing the wrong friends. The reason for my incarceration was that uh, I've been around the wrong crowd. Like I said, again, one thing led, led to another. And, and I was charged with aggravated assault, armed robbery and hijacking. And and I went to prison, got sentenced. I mean, I got I, I got sentenced, went to prison, mm-hmm. and they gave me forty years for me to serve. And they were told they told me say that you know, Mister Guest, that uh, we feel sorry for you. Uh, the door will never open for you. So I said forty years. They said yes, sir. Forty years. You will die in prison. So you won't have to worry about ever getting yourself out ever. So I was saying, wow. okay, that's what mankind said. That's what you say, that I would never get out. I don't care what you say, but I know one person will override you, and that's God. You cannot stop him for what you say, but what he say, it goes. So every day I pray to God, and I say to myself, thanks God for forgiveness. Whatever the situation was that for me to put me in this situation, I told him that I was truly sorry, and I apologized for my behavior, for everything that went wrong. And truly at the day, I thank God for waking me up and letting me see another day and taking me out that place that what I was in. I'm truly sorry, but I see that in my life, I made a big change. I made a big change. Now that I am James Edward Guest Jr. trying to make changes in kids' life. Now, a compliment 
of this of of, of Holly Hill uh, school that they want me to like come there and talk to some kids there about my situation of me being incarcerated and also how I was when I was a little kid. What led me from a little kid up into prison until when mm -hmm. I got out. I'm glad you mentioned that. What What is your advice to others, you know, other, I guess, returning citizens or folks who may be struggling uh, to lead a more productive life? What What are kind of some of your lessons learned and advice that you would give to them? Well, for me, my lesson, my lesson learned is that, you know, as I was incarcerated and everything, you know, family, you know, when I wanted, when I needed family, I didn't had um, I didn't had family when I wanted because, like, when I want my family them to come to see me, like that weekend, I mean, there's no family because I, I at the mm -hmm. time, see, I didn't, I didn't, I can't see outside of what's going on. Only thing I can see what's inside of what taking place at, at at all time. But as me calling my family them and wondering what's going on, and I say my ex, my parents them. Are they coming? They say, yeah. So now I get dressed and wait for them to come to see me. There's no family. So now I'm getting anxious. I'm calling and worrying what's going on. There's no family. So I was like in a, in, a, in a situation. I mean, what's really going on? So make a long story short, lesson learned is that family is more important than anything. You know, if I don't, if a fam, family, if, if you don't have family in your on your side, for in the situation that you get in, I mean, there's, there, I mean, I ain't say there's no need, but it's like you can do better, you can move on. And I sit there and I say, you know, it's time for me to move forward. It's time for me to move forward. You know, my family is going through a situation and they need me, so mm -hmm. I say that I'm gonna get myself together. But the only person can help me. I'm not gonna go to this person and that person, I'm not going to go to them because I see that every person, everywhere I go, I get those shit in my face. I get negative, negative thoughts, negative, negative, negative feed. Everyone I go to is always something negative, 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 negative. So I know one person is not going to give me no negative advice and negative thoughts and put in my mind. So I pray, pray to God every day. I pray to God. But see, well, some people, how some people talk to God, but I taught God different. And he understand my pain, my suffering, and everything. He understand everyone's suffering and pain, what everyone's going through. And I truly apologize, like I say again, for everyone that going through what they're going through today in the world of this, of this, of this, uh, how you say, coronavirus. Mm -hmm. But, you know, we all got to stand together and move forward. You know, help one another. Not trying to be against someone just because they're sick. You know, move forward because everyone needs everyone in their life. Yeah, I really appreciate you kind of sharing about your faith and you know, kind of your um, your accountability and what's really helped sustain you. Um, you know, you mentioned you know working together um, and people you know, kind of teaming up and working together. What, I guess, what was an important, when, I guess, when did you know that, you know, you had some assistance that you could truly rely and depend upon uh, to help facilitate this change? I know Ms. Gonzalez at the beginning, you know, mentioned some of the connections she made. Um, and I just kind of, could you expound on that for our listeners? Because I think your story is so powerful. Like uh, when, 
you know, what was a very beneficial help that you received or assistance that you received that really helped facilitate change in your life? When I was, was when I was released out of out of incarceration, April the twenty first for two thousand twenty, uh, I was like trying to find some type of assistant, like going on the internet trying to find this and find that and everything. So I didn't know who I could turn to or what type of help that I could get and everything. So the information that the prison system had gave me of a sheet of paper with some names and stuff on and this and that. So it seemed like it didn't really open doors for me. So when I had came, to, came I don't know if I came here or wherever, the, wherever the, the place that I went to try to find help, but I know when I uh, tried to go to see my, pro, my, pro, my parole officer and everything, so this gentleman, he told me say that I need to talk to talk to someone, talk to some some woman, and I didn't know who she was. So he said, um, her name is Mr. Miss Gonzalez. I said, I said, what does she do? What she, what does she do? And uh, they say we're not gonna tell you that. You just go ask for her. She 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 uh, guide you in the right direction. So as I went to Miss Gonzalez and and gave her a call and everything and. She said, yes, sir, may I help you? So I had told her my situation, my story, and what's going on with me, what what, uh, what I'm looking for, that I need help. She said, uh, what can I assist you with? I said, well, Ms. Gonzalez, um, number one, that uh, I just got out of incarceration and that I don't have no food stamps and I don't have no type of no no type of help of anything. I don't have no job license. I don't have no transportation. I don't have no insurance. I don't have nothing. I just like, like, like a ghost. Cause every place I go, it's like people shitting doors in my face. I said, as of right now, you know, I don't have no food to eat. So she said that, well, Mr. Guest, I'm gonna see what I can do to help you out. And she did everything possible that, you know, like to guide me in the right direction to help me. And tell you the truth, you know, it really hurted me because I ain't had nothing, no one to count on. Because, like I say, everybody was shitting their doors in my face. And I was, like, trying to turn my parents down. Like I say, you know, they in South Carolina. I'm up in Georgia. But I want to I, I change my life. Uh, I want to change my life. But I don't want to go in a place that where I grew up. I want to change everything about me, about, my, mm-hmm. about myself, about my life. Mr. James Edward Guest Jr. Because it's like... If I would have went back in that same environment, back in South Carolina, around those guys that got me in a situation that hurted me and hurted my family, I mean, I don't want to put them back through that no more. So I want to change my life about staying in Georgia. So by me staying in Georgia, the reason why I stayed in Georgia is because that I'm doing something for me to make a better life for myself. Now, as I was in South Carolina growing up, I didn't have no type of job, nothing. I couldn't keep a car. I couldn't keep a, keep a job. I couldn't keep nothing. Couldn't, couldn't, couldn't keep a, 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 a friend girl. But now as of me, now I have a job. I have my license. I have a wife. I have a family. And to me, I feel like, you know, just a place for me to be to start my life. 
Yeah. And I'm truly, and I'm truly blessed and I'm truly thankful for what Ms. Ms. Gonzalez, all she had did for me to lead me and help me in the situation that she did open doors, like point me to the right place, the right person to help me get food stamps, to help me get my license, to help me get a job and everything that she has supported me with. Because without her, I mean, I know that I probably won't be in the situation right here talking to you folks. I mean, to you nice people on this, on this, on this, I, I don't know what they call it, Con, Comcast or iPod. <laughs> yeah, podcast. <laughs> <laughs> uh, call it call it what you want to call it. We're just glad we're we're blessed uh, and and truly moved uh, by you sharing your story. Um, it, it's truly moving, and I I know our listeners are going to be uh, just as moved uh, by your story as well. Um, just what you know, kind of shifting gears uh what what are you you know you you you've truly made an excellent transition um uh and you have a, such a moving testimony um what you know we've talked about the past we've talked about the lessons learned and you know on all the services that you've received what you you inspire hope your your story truly does inspire hope so what what are you looking forward to i think that's sometimes an under uh, appreciated question is what what are you know, what are you looking forward to, um, you know, in the weeks and days to come as you, uh, you know, continue to be a productive and contributing member of the community? I'm pushing forward for a lot, you know, bigger, bigger goals, because it's like this right here. You know, I'm going I'm to say this right here to, to, to everyone and everything. You know, if mind of me saying this, if it's okay with you, I mean... I don't know if you have any family down in the country. Like my family stayed down in the country. She stayed. My my parents have stayed on a dirt road, and you know most most you can see you can see like as you going down the country roads and everything, going to your, you know just joyriding. And what do you see on the road on the side of the road? Everything that you see, people littering, throwing trash and all kind of stuff that they see that they throw on the side of the road because what they doing? They well, to me, I see like that they they messing up the society for everyone that that around. Then like little kids coming 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 come around trying to better themselves, trying to say, well, we gonna go for a walk with mama and them down the road. But what they what they, what they see on on the roads, drugs, trash. That's not good for them to see right there for for a little a little five year old. Mama, what's this? Or oh, they got trash all us groceries and stuff on the side of the road. I mean, I won't, I won't, I won't allow anything like that. I ain't say that I'm better than the next person, but I'm say like I'm tired of being used and abused and and being a follower. Why can I lead? Mm. Why can I teach someone? Why can I help someone? Everyone in this world need help in some type of situation. You and I, the next person, whoever the next. Everyone need help in something. And true indeed, I still looking forward of getting money, plenty of helps and plenty of blessing in any way possible. Because it's like when I go down to my parents' house, down to Utahville, South Carolina, I do what all I can to help out, not just only my parents, everyone down there in the neighborhood. Because when I go down there in the neighborhood, it's like you got trash, TVs, all that stuff, tree limbs and all that stuff on the side of the road and, and stop sign and, and other sign painted and all this right here. 
No, I am not. I want to make this here clear. True indeed. No, I am not affiliated. No, I am not in no type of drug or drug lady, whatever the stuff that is. I'm not none of, none of that type of stuff. I am clean. I don't drink. I don't smoke. I don't do none of that type of stuff. Only liquid stuff that I put in my body to clean me is fruit punch, apple juice, and water. <laughs> I, don't, I don't do none of that type of stuff. The smoking, I'm totally against that. I don't smoke cigarettes. I don't do drugs. I don't do none of that type of stuff. I'm a clean, I'm a clean person. And like I say, I'm sorry for what I just said, say, but for me to get it known, but it's that like I'm the type of person who want to help help one another. And mention if it's if this okay with you, mommy saying this right here, I have a friend. He's he's my he's he's more than a friend to me. I like I love him more than a brother. I love him more than, than a father. I mean, he's there for me and just like I'm there for him. Every single day, I ain't gonna say every single day. Every time that I go down to my parents' house and everything and visit my parents' them, I always go by to see him. The reason why I go by to see him, my other friend, which is, his, which is his cousin, and he told me something that I looked at him and I shook my head. Okay, now this guy right here, okay, he used to have parties. He used to have cookouts. He used to have everything that possible for the neighborhood. So... Once he got sick, he had a stroke. So he couldn't do nothing for himself. So all of those were shitting in his face. He had no friends, no families. Nobody wouldn't come by and do nothing for him. So his cousin, I went to his cousin's house. So he said, man, uh, I said, man, uh, when the last time you see your cousin? Man, nobody don't go over there, man, because, man, he had a stroke, man. Nobody don't want to be around nobody that got stroke. He can't do nothing for himself. He can't even wipe, wipe his own self. He can't even wash and take care of himself. I said, yeah, I see that. I said, I see that. But his, I said, I made a statement to him. I said, but you family, man. That's your cousin. He said, man, I'm not, I'm not into that. I said, okay, cool. So I left it alone. But me as a nice guy, I left his cousin alone. And I went to him. I said, man, check this out, man. You need anything? He said, nah, man. I said, but I'm going to tell you this right here. Anything that you need, man, you know, I'm willing to help you out as much as possible that I can. I said, if you mean to cut your grass, I cut your grass. If you clean your house, I clean your house. So, you know, he got a he got a horse. So I feed his horse. I clean the grass. I, I do everything I, I do for, I can do for him. But I told him and I look him in his eye. And I said, Gene, let me tell you something, man. I said, you got family. Your family turning your back. They turning they turn their back on you to say the hell with you. I said, but me, James Edward Guest, as your friend. I said, you mean to me, you more than blood, man, in my body. I said, whatever that you need, I'm there for you to help you. Uh, and I look at I look at him, I look him in his eye and shake his hand and hug him. I said, man, you my friend, always and forever to the day we to the day that God tell us it's time for us to come home. You my friend. I think that's um I just think that's absolutely beautiful. And it really is just kind of full circle to your story of how, you know, you talked about you know, at the beginning when you began sharing about your family and now you've become family um, and, you know, to others. And I think that's truly what it's all about, Mr. Guest. Your story is, is again, it's inspiring. It's, it's one of forgiveness. It's one of redemption. And it just shows that, you know, uh, 
the power of recovery. It shows uh, the strength of reentry and the importance of it. And um, we can't thank you enough for uh, coming on today, sharing your story. Um, I know that this is going to be such an inspirational uh, message to others and um, our listeners. Um, you definitely have uh, inspired me. And um, with that, um, I just I, I can't thank you enough for just the candid way that you have um, shared today. So, Michelle, um, if you want, you uh, can close us out with any uh, final remarks. Um, thank you, Brian. I just want to say again, thank you, Mr. Guest, for telling your raw, your transparent, your story. We truly appreciate you sharing that with us. As I mentioned earlier, we can build capacity for resources. We can link individuals to the resources, but until we truly hear how it's impacted the individual, that's when we really know what we're doing make a difference. Having been in state government for 26 years, it hasn't been until the last four to five years working with reentry services that I really truly felt um, full circle and truly understood exactly why we do what we do in order to make things better um, each day. So thank you for sharing your story. Thank you to you, Diana, um, for doing all that you do in Bibb County and the Macon Judicial Circuit and all that you did to help Mr. Guest. Diana, anything you would like to add? Well, all I can say is I've known him since April and I've seen him grow so much in the confidence that he has now and he has a plan for his life and we're just so proud that he is such a testimony to Macon and to the reentry program. Absolutely. Um, so with that, um, again, Mr. Guest, thank you so much. Thank you, thank you, thank you um, so much for joining us today. Um, any kind of um, parting words that you would have for us, Mr. Guest? Yes, sir. I mean, if it doesn't pop a chance that, you know, if, if it's okay, I mean, I would like to come back again and tell some more of my stories. And I mean, I ain't say no story because it's not a lie. It's <laughs> right. of, 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 of my life or whatever it is. Um, I would, would love to, to glad to share my, share my life with you and everyone else and let them know how my, you know, life it was and how it began and how it, I mean, yeah. you can't say, you can't say how our life is going to be in, um, in because God has to say so that, but as of God waking us up in the morning and God just resting us at nighttime, I mean, like I said, again, if it, if you have any more questions or want to share any more things, I mean, want me to say any more things, I'll be more than welcome. I don't have a problem with that. You know, please feel free. Absolutely. Uh, we absolutely, we wish you the best uh, with your job and your family. We wish them well. And we also, you know, going to be, we're concerned for y'all. So please definitely stay safe. Um, thank y'all. Well, this has been another episode of the DCS One Community Podcast. Uh, be sure to follow us on wherever you receive your podcast, Spotify, Apple Podcast, and just be on the lookout for more uh informative and insightful discussions uh, on the One Community Podcast where public safety and progress meet. Until then.